This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Welcome back. I'm Bill Pollack. This year marks the 150th anniversary of the first kindergarten, not just in Missouri, but in the United States. And it was in St. Louis. Uh, Joining me is Nene Harris, uh, author, historian, uh, has written uh, 18 books, uh, about to, uh, I believe, publish uh, your 18th book uh, on St. Louis and, and history. Nene, welcome. Glad you're here. Well, it is a pleasure to be here. I so enjoy your show. Eight, thank you so much. 1873, the first kindergarten. Now, we had schools before that, 1635. I looked this up. It was the first public school. It was an all-boys school in Boston. But where did the idea of kindergarten come from? And tell us about Susan Blow, who started the first kindergarten in St. Louis. Well, kindergarten was a concept for how to conduct early childhood education that was fathered in Germany by an educator named Frederick Frabel. And he developed this idea of kindergarten, which meant in German children's garden, where children would go at a very young age and be introduced to literature and music and just the the joys of education. And so it was started in Germany. There were several short-lived failed uh, attempts at kindergarten in the United States and short-lived in that they were just in private, uh, in a private setting um, and in one, the first case in the German language, but they just were unable to adapt it to American, American children and the American culture. And Susan Blow figured out how to do that. Susan Blow was a St. Louisan whose father had been a diplomat, uh, a congressman and diplomat, and she traveled to Europe with him, and she saw Frederick, uh, Frederick Frabel kindergarten in action, observed it, took notes, bought samples of the educational toys, and brought that back to St. Louis and proposed to our very forward-thinking superintendent of public schools that they start an experimental kindergarten here that could serve children of all different backgrounds, financial backgrounds and ethnic backgrounds, and get the children in school and get them with a happy happy experience of education in an era when schools were more like factories, that they these children could have a good experience and get a good start in life. Nene Harris joining us, an author from St. Louis. Uh, Susan Blow goes overseas, finds out uh, Germany's doing this kindergarten thing, comes back and convinces someone, hey, let's try this in St. Louis. Uh, 1873, uh, School first starts now. Obviously, it's just a decade after the Civil War. And Nini, you and I were talking earlier, uh, and you said that because of the German influence, that there was a lot of suspicion around kindergarten. Explain that for us. St. Louis is 
a very old city founded in 1764, and it had been a French city, and it had immig- uh, migrants move here from the eastern colonies. But in the 1840s, we had a huge migration of people from Europe. And by 1860, our population had reached 160,000, and 60,000 of that 160,000 were born in Germany. And they supported the Union. Ah. The, when the nation tore itself apart, these people were dedicated to the concept of the United States of America and to the cause of abolition. This did not settle well with some of the old-timers who had moved here from southern states or who were hooked in with the economy of the South. And these German immigrants really held St. Louis for the Union and then made the city a base of operations for the Western armies of the United States. So this becomes a center for feeding supplies to the Union Army and to Grant's armies and the victories they had and to Sherman's armies. And so the Germans become associated very strongly with the Union, which was victorious. The people who had been secessionist must have bristled at this. And following the Civil War, these immigrants and then second-generation Germans who love this country become very active in the cultural life and civic life of St. Louis. And they encourage things like public parks. They have all sorts of clubs that have bands and orchestras. You know, we have the second oldest symphony in the United States in St. Louis. Germans supported the study of classical music, and they supported public education. It's amazing how the Civil War uh, tied into kindergartens. 1873, the first kindergarten in the United States, and it was in St. Louis. Nene Harris is uh, telling us about that. What was kindergarten like in 1873? And you've got the first class, uh, Susan Blow, I'm assuming, is the teacher. How quickly does kindergarten expand from there? Well, Susan Blow conducts the kindergarten, and at the same time, she is training kindergarten teachers in the philosophy and theory and the the practical day-to-day operations of a kindergarten. And so the next year, they have a second room in the De Pere School for another kindergarten classroom. They open two more kindergartens in schools that had very different student bodies. One was in a poor, struggling, immigrant-packed neighborhood, and the other one was in an upper-middle-class neighborhood. They found that the children from all these backgrounds thrived 
with the kindergarten experience and learned to read better the next year. They adapted to school and learning everything faster and better if they had gone to kindergarten. Within a few, every year, they, they're expanding the number of kindergarten, kindergartens and training more teachers, opening dozens of them, and by 1883, they're in every school in the St. Louis public school system, and soon teachers from St. Louis public schools are going to other cities and getting kindergartens started in other cities that then adopt kindergarten systems throughout their school systems. So it's really a movement that starts in the kindergarten in the Crondelet neighborhood of St. Louis City, and it's a movement that children should have a joy in education and be happily introduced to to their public school education. Nene Harris is an author, uh, covers St. Louis. And I mean, to, to go back to your uh, description there of how it blew up, I mean, within 10 years, you go from the first uh, kindergarten to uh, kindergartens in every school in St. Louis. And it sounds like when you learn your history, uh, it sounds like public schools, uh, a lot of political talk, uh, you have uh, an influx of immigrants. I mean, you look at what happened in 1873, it's very similar to what's going on now in 2023. And teachers are kind of dealt with uh, the, the same issues. Um, there's a, but they can go for inspiration. This school, this building, uh, is still up. It's a, it's somewhat of a museum. Where can people find uh, this first kindergarten, and what will they see there? It is the Carondelet Historical Society bought the old school building some years ago and has restored the original kindergarten and. The kindergarten, we restored using old photos and descriptions of the kindergarten. We even knew how many inches tall the tables were in the kindergarten. And we have the drawings on the blackboard of animals and things from nature that Susan Blow had on the kindergarten chalkboards. The children sat on benches, not in rows, not stiff and formal rows at desks, but sat on benches around big tables where they had their educational toys and they worked on projects together. And they learned with building blocks and paper weaving and embroidery, a simple embroidery through cardboard. Uh, we have cups, little ceramic cups that Susan Blow made to serve the children hot cho- hot chocolate on, on cold days. They'd have hot chocolate in the middle of their session, and um, they planted gardens outside. They, did, they learned through dance and song and, and hearing stories and Aesop's fables, and they, they learned happily. And... They and they were introduced to English. Seventy-two percent of the children entering St. Louis public schools that year 
were from foreign-born parents. They came to kindergarten, many of them, not knowing English. And they were introduced to English through the kindergarten experience, including my grandmother, who was born in 1883. And so there's nothing our teachers are facing today that the, the children weren't facing in 1873, and kindergarten was seen as a way, an experiment. Can we address these challenges by introducing this kind of special early childhood education? It is inspirational, and I hope people can come visit and and get some ideas, but also be comforted. Teachers can be comforted in knowing all these challenges have been faced before and the political battles over schools. And yet somehow they managed to help generations of children, many of immigrants, lead happier lives through a good start on education. History repeats itself even in kindergarten. Uh, the school is located 6303 Michigan Avenue in St. Louis, Nene Harris. A fascinating story, and I can't wait to have you on again to uh, talk about some of your books and other great stories of uh, the state in St. Louis. Thank you. It's been an honor. This is Show Me Today, the Voice of Missouri.